Christ, as we're going to talk about today, is always with us. The biggest fear any Christian has is being separated from God. In the midst of my greatest struggle, the thing that was the hardest for me is that I felt like I was separated from everyone and everything. But I also felt like I was separated from God. I felt like I was separated from Jesus. Like there was just no togetherness there. And knowing God, but feeling like he isn't with you is devastating. But as we're going to talk about today, we're not alone. Okay? We are not alone. First thing I want you to understand is this. We have access to God. We have access to God. Now, this is a very special relationship that we get to have with God because of Jesus Christ. Romans 5, 1 through 2 says, Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have a peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. See, Christ has secured our access to the Father. Now, I could just... I could easily just say, hey, God is omnipresent, right? He's everywhere, and so God is with us. Like, that's something that we could say. God's om- he's omnipresent, he's everywhere, so automatically we're with God. But this is deeper than that. It's not just about being in the presence with God. It's about being able to make a connection with God the Father. This is special. And I don't think that it's theologically correct just to say, well, because God is everywhere, then he's with us. It's, it's such a deeper connection. It's something that Christ won for us on the cross. And we see that in Matthew 27, 50 through 51, where it says, And when Jesus cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. This is happening on the cross. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The earth shook and the rocks split. This is an excellent use of symbolism that God the Father himself put into play. See, what used to happen is that there was a giant curtain in the temple that separated the lay people, just the normal everyday person, from the presence of God. And what would happen is that the people would have to bring their struggles, their sin, their desires for God to the priest, and then the priest would go behind the curtain and meet with God there. The people were not able to have that access. There was a time in history where To get to God, you had to go through the temple priest. But Jesus on the cross paid the debt, paved the way for us to have direct access to him. So at any point, we don't have to worry or wait or think, I've got to wait to see the pastor. I've got to wait to see the priest so that I can come before God and lay out my heart to him. At any point now, we have that access to God. So it's not just that he's always with us. He is omnipresent. He's always there. But it's that we can make a real, literal connection with God. We have the ability now to talk to God. It's one of those things where you're dealing with some sort of struggle in your life. A lot of the times, we forget that, I feel like. Or maybe we just feel bad that we're struggling, and so we kind of push God away. Or we, we, we forget that, that God wants us to come to him and lay out our struggle before him. Maybe it's shame, maybe it's guilt, I'm not exactly sure, but I know that in the midst of various struggles in life, when I should, at first instinct, run to God, I kind of close down, close up house, and go the other way. And a lot of time, I'll tell you, it's, it's out of shame. I've sinned again, I feel awful, I feel dirty, I don't feel worthy, and so I try to hide that from God, I guess. We try to hide that from an all-knowing God. And where does that leave us? 
Why would we as Christians who have access to God choose to be alone in those moments? When God makes it very clear that all we have to do is repent and be forgiven and come be in his presence. That's ours. And that's a powerful tool that too often we don't use or we act as if we don't have that access. By placing your faith in Jesus the Son, you have access to God the Father. And you need to know that today. And you need to hold strong to that throughout all of life's struggles. Especially ones that you may be having with mental health. Especially in times where you feel depressed and you feel separated from everything and everyone. You need to know that God is there, that you have access to him, and he wants you to connect. God's waiting like this, arms wide open, ready to embrace. You can choose to go to that embrace or you can choose to run from it. And what we need to know about this access is that the access that we have to God has a purpose. Our access to God has a purpose. And the purpose is this, to bring you peace. God sent his son to die on a cross so that we could have a relationship with him and that we could have access to him to bring us peace. Looking back at Romans 5.1, if we just look at what the verse is telling us, it's telling us that we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. You have access to God so that you might find peace. And in doing so, find rest. And dare I say, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. God wants you to find rest in him. You know, the Greek, the Bible nerds getting ready to come out. The Greek in Romans 5.1 speaks of an ongoing continuous action. It's not that we're supposed to find peace whenever we are in trouble. It's not that when we are struggling, we can go to God and have that peace. It's that we are supposed to continually, day to day, every second, every minute, rest in the confidence of being one of God's children. All the time. All the time. It's there for you. This is what I will say. If God, if your relationship with God is giving way to anxiety, you're doing it wrong. If your relationship with God is giving way to anxiety, you're misunderstanding God's purpose for the reason that he sent Christ to the cross, you're misunderstanding God's purpose for tearing that veil, for taking down those walls that are between us. If your relationship with God gives way to anxiety, you have a misunderstanding of what it means to be a child of God. God is here to bring you peace. One of the greatest roles that he fulfills is that of giver. God is a sustainer. He wants to give to his children good things, good things. And his relationship with you is not there, okay, to give you anxiety. He'll hold you accountable, but he's also quick to forgive you and to move on. The shame and the guilt that we sometimes feel because of our sin, not supposed to be there. Not supposed to be there. It is there to convict us. But when we repent of that and when we 
ask God for forgiveness, we have to understand that it's forgiven and it's forgotten and he's moved on. So you move on too. So you move on too. Don't let your relationship with God give way to anxiety. That's not how it's supposed to be. Ephesians 2, 13 through 18. But now in Christ Jesus, you were once far away. You've been brought near by the blood of Christ. For he himself is our peace who has made the two groups one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility, by setting aside in his flesh the law with its commands and regulations. His purpose was to create in himself one new humanity out of two, thus making peace. And in one body to reconcile both of them to God through the cross, by which he put to death their hostility. He came and he preached peace to you who were far away and peace to those who were near. For through him, we both have access to the Father by one spirit. Now in this passage, it's specifically talking to the Jews and the Gentiles. Okay, this is like an extra level of peace that God's bringing. We're not just supposed to have peace with God. We're supposed to have peace with the rest of humanity as well. We're supposed to have peace with the people that we come into contact with on a daily basis. We're supposed to live in concert. Now, I know that is difficult for a lot of us. It's difficult for me. There are times where my first reaction is what my sister always used to tell me when I made her mad. I will cut you. Okay? I'd say something. She didn't like it. She'd look at me. I will cut you. And there's a story, but you just knew it was true. I'm not going to tell the story. But you, you, knew, you knew that it was possible, so you just backed off. But we're supposed to have peace that we with the people we come into contact with. See, Christ didn't just seal the peace covenant with us and God. He sealed it with us and the rest of God's creation. And we should desire that peace. When we are at odds with other people, we are at odds with God himself. And so one of those things that we struggle with when we face the different struggles in life, whether that be some sort of mental struggle or something else, is a lot of times we try to handle everything by ourselves. Right? And we feel separated from people and we kind of say, hey, I don't need people. I, I have to do this and it's on me. And that's just not how it's supposed to be. In those times where we feel like we're alone, where we feel like we're at odds with people, we need to make extra effort to be with people. We need to have the courage to tell people, hey, I'm struggling right now. Mental health's not good. Hey, maybe my financials aren't good. I'm just struggling with day-to-day -day life. But we're not supposed to go through life at odds with the rest of creation. We're not supposed to go through life handling everything on our own. That's why cross, Christ brought peace with God and people. And we should seek that out in our lives. Ready for something you don't want to hear? If you're at odds with somebody in your life today, if there's somebody that you just really do not see eye to eye with, and that you're butting heads all the time, maybe somebody that you have done away with a relationship with because of that struggle, God wants you to reconcile that. Now hear me, I'm not necessarily saying that a friendship that once was great has to be that great again or that you get to a place where things once were. I'm just saying that forgiveness needs to take place and that we need to be able to let those things go. Because as people, what are we supposed to have? Peace. And if we don't have peace with those around us, we don't have peace with God. We need that. So in your life, if there's a relationship, maybe it's a parent, 
Maybe it's a brother or sister. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's a work acquaintance. Maybe it's just the guy at the gas station who always seems to be at your pump. Okay? I don't know what it is. But if you have that in your life, you need to seek to reconcile that. Because the whole reason that we have access to God is to have peace in our life. Here's the last thing I want us all to understand. And this is like, if you can grasp this, if you can hold on to this, if this can really be real to you, man, you have something special. And it's this. We are one with Christ. You are one with Christ if you have accepted Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. If you have a relationship with Jesus, you and he are one. This is a big deal. It's huge. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in the body, I live by faith in the Son of God whom loved me and gave himself for me. See, something amazing happens when we accept Christ as our Savior, and that's that we become one in the same. We become one in the same. There's no separation between us and Christ. We shouldn't know, we shouldn't see where we begin and Christ ends. It's all one. It's this brand new relationship. And really, it's, it's kind of a weird thing to think about, but it's a relationship we have with ourselves. Why? Because Christ is now us, and we are Christ. We die with Christ so that we can be raised with Christ. We daily live with Christ. This isn't just access. Okay? This isn't just access. This isn't like an ability to go to Christ like we can go to God. The way I've kind of thought about it this week as I've been studying is, Christ isn't some like spiritual personal assistant, right? It's not like Christ is the religious version of Siri, where when we have an issue, we can say, hey, Christ, can you help me with this? Here are the results I found for blah, blah, blah. Like, that's, that's not who Christ is. Christ is like a brand new operating system. He changes the way we compute. He changes the way that we act. He's supposed to change heart and mind. Christ is a brand new way of doing things, not just somebody that's there to help us. He's somebody that's there to be us and be within us. This is one of those concepts that, quite frankly, if you're not a Christian, if you're outside of church, you hear something like this and you're like, cuckoo. Let's just be honest. It sounds strange. It sounds a little weird. But there's a reason that we talk about having Christ come into your heart when you experience salvation. It's because the heart, the figurative heart, drives everything in our being. What is at the heart of us is what makes us who we are. And if Christ is there, if we've accepted Christ, that's right where his home is. And we are one with him. We are never facing a struggle alone ever because Christ is with us. He is God with us. And we are one with him. Just like the concept of marriage, right? It's supposed to reflect Christ's, Christ's relationship with the church. Two become one. There's no separation any longer. 
We don't see where one begins and the other ends. We don't see the separation there. It's just an entity now. We are with Christ. We're never alone because we're one and the same. We share his mind. We share his heart. And because of that, we get to share in his glory. We get to be called sons and daughters of the living God. That's a pretty important thing. It's pretty special. He isn't just around us. Again, it's not just being in the presence of Christ. It's being one with him. Christ isn't in us. He's the driving force of our character. Final question. Will you let Christ bring you peace? Will you let Christ bring you peace? Because here's the thing. The fact of the matter is, is that that peace is there for all of us to grasp. It takes some effort on our part. And this isn't one of those things where I'm talking about us doing works. I'm talking, it takes some effort on our part to get out of our own way. It takes some effort on our part to say, I'm going to put myself aside and I'm going to let you lead me. And I'm going to rest in that peace. And it's one of the hardest things for individuals to do, to give up the reins. Right? If this is the Old West and you're leading a stagecoach, you're the guy, at no point you're going to be like, here, take them. Right? It's not a natural thing for us to do. It's not a natural thing for us to say, I will give up control. We all like control. Drove my dad to St. Louis this week for his follow-up appointment for his cancer surgery. And I, whew, I heard, slow down, a hundred times. Dad, I'm 12 car lengths behind the car in front of me. But you know what his issue was? He didn't have control. It's one of the hardest things we do in life to let someone else have control in our situation. Peace is there for you. Peace is there for you. But you have to give up control. You have to rest in knowing that you and Christ are one. You have to rest in knowing that you have access to the Father. You have to be okay with being in the fast lane. Will you do it? The choice in that is yours, but it's there for you. Let's pray. God, come to you right now. I thank you for the fact that we are not alone. Even in times in my life where I have felt like it was just me, even in times in my life where I felt like I was abandoned, where I felt like you weren't with me, that you weren't hearing me, that you weren't helping me, God, you were there. And the issue was that I was trying to control everything. Help us to be people who don't try to control everything, who realize that we have the ultimate captain. We have the ultimate guide who can lead us and point us in the right direction and be there with us to bring us peace. Help us to be people who rest in that peace, who say, God, I trust you. I trust you. I know that you're going to lead me in the right way. I know that 
even though I don't see the solution to the situation, even though I'm struggling right now, God, you have the power. Help us to be people who are mindful of the struggles of others around us, who seek to help in those times and know that by helping, all we really have to do is just be present. We don't have to fix problems necessarily. We don't have to have answers. We don't have to tell people what they should be doing or why they're struggling. We just need to be there and be present and allow others to have access to us just like you, God, do for all of us. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen.